Three, two, one. What is happening, guys? This is Logan Robinson from here. This is here presented to you by NoGaming.com. We are here live from Charlotte, where Florida State is your 2023 ACC champion. A wild, wild roller coaster of a game. But when you've got a true freshman quarterback coming in to start, you're just asking for it. And what a game it was. Florida State's defense absolutely dominates and keeps Florida State in this one. Big plays made by Lawrence Toa Philly on the down defensive side. Also, you got to talk about Braden Fisk, Jared Burst, your biggest stars of the night defensively. Big time interception from Tatum Bethune to erase points on from Louisville. Man, oh man, Florida State's back at the top of the ACC, and Mike Norbell gets it done with a true freshman quarterback. With me this evening is Dustin Lewis, or should I say, with me this morning. This Dustin Lewis, our editor-in-chief at NoGaming.com, and up at the top is our lead basketball writer and official football game writer, Austin Beasy. Gentlemen, Florida State gets it done in Charlotte. They're your 2023 ACC champions. What a game. All season, we've seen this team overcome adversity, show resiliency, come back in games, and, I mean, it was just all kind of on display tonight, the, the fight that this team had. Um, a shorthanded offense, you know, starting a true freshman. We knew the defense was going to have to step up, and I mean, they did. They did more than that. They jumped. They jumped up. Held Louisville to under 200 yards, um, lowest this season. And Jared Verse, Braden Fisk, obviously, Akeem Dent, Tatum Bethune, that entire defense. Renardo Green. I mean, flying around, making big plays whenever they were needed. And Florida State. Gets out of Charlotte with a 16 to six victory, and I think uh, you know less than 12 hours from now, boys, Florida State's going to be going to the college football playoff. You stop too soon on the defense. They had the most pass breakups they'd had all season, the most sacks they'd had all season, the most tackles for loss they had all season, plus the lowest plus the lowest yards they allowed all season. They knew they had to dominate this game, and man, did they! They absolutely dominated this game from the start. You know, Louisville had that that first second half possession where Jeff Brom was really dialing things up, getting the ball downfield, and it ended in just three points. You know, this defense absolutely came to play. There's nothing you can do to convince me this this defense alone doesn't deserve to be in the top four come tomorrow. Yep, we just got done hearing from Mike Norvell, and he made his argument for Florida State to make it into that college football playoff. Obviously, we'll talk at the very end of what happened in the world of college football, but things are going to get interesting here for that college football playoff committee. But for sure, it seems like Florida State sealed themselves here in Charlotte to get that win. And it was, it was, it was a roller coaster ride. And I think Florida State staying disciplined too, not allowing some flags and these penalties kept them, kept them. They had, they had to do everything they could. And, you know, this defense and Adam Fuller did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. And the pressure that was coming on in the inside, Braden Fisk was an absolute effing monster. <laughs> Absolutely effing monster. And Jared Burst too. Those, those two guys right there just got paid big time. Listen, I, I know Toa Philly had a big part in, in this win. Braden Fisk should have been ACC championship MVP. I mean, three yeah, sacks, no, four he and a half been, tackles yeah. for loss. Yeah, uh, he, he, he was so good. I don't even know how many total tackles he finished with. It must have been. I, I, I think know, it was maybe more. I think it was 10. Yeah. But he was just unblockable all night. And there, there's clips going around from, from the first quarter where they're like, this guy moves like a wide receiver. He was just so good. And it was from the first drive of the game. I mean, Braden Fisk made a giant impact on this game from beginning to end. I mean, just making crucial plays throughout obviously gets the sack that kind of led to Florida State taking a knee here and, you know, finishing this victory off. But a man on a mission tonight, and this is a guy who transferred in 
from Western Michigan to Florida State to bring championships back to Tallahassee. And he did that tonight with a career performance. Uh, th this was the best game of his college career. Uh, just insane on the biggest of stage for Braden Fist to step up and guide the Seminole defense. He got himself paid tonight. It's plain and simple. He got himself paid. He, I, I was talking to him after the game just for a split second when he was celebrating with the team. And I just asked, what kind of an adrenaline rush was that? And he said, man, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> it, it, it was. And he was the one cutting the sod there on the turf as much as he could. It was, wasn't the easy, easiest to cut up here in Charlotte, but they got it done. Man, let's talk about Brock Lynn real quick, too. We saw Tate Rodemaker come out here during warm-ups. He was fully dressed. He was actually running around, doing the usual Tate Rodemaker athletic, just jumping around, throwing balls downfield. Comes out dressed, and then Brock Lynn gets the start. What were y'all thoughts on Glenn? Obviously, true freshman quarterback. Dustin, you and I were talking last night at the hotel. Like, if they throw out a true freshman quarterback, just get ready for a lot of clumsy things to happen on offense. And Florida State had to get creative, and they did that with Lawrence Toe Philly in the Wildcat, big-time 73-yard run there and eventually a two-yard touchdown after that. But take us through Brock Lynn and the quarterback play there and what Mike Norvell had to do on, on the spot to kind of maneuver this offense to get down the field. Yeah, Brock Lynn, obviously a very promising prospect for Florida State moving into the future. But everyone's got to remember, this wasn't a guy who was supposed to play important snaps this season, let alone start a game in the ACC championship. I mean, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Losing Jordan Travis – having Tate Rodemaker go through this concussion protocol and miss tonight, and then, you know, putting Brocklin out there in Charlotte for his first opportunity. Um, he played the really the first meaningful snaps of his career last week, coming in after Tate went down against Florida for those two plays. So, yeah, it was kind of expected for this one to be ugly early on and, you know, for most of the first half. And Brocklin had some bright moments tonight, had some mistakes, obviously. It seemed like he started to settle in a little bit there, but – you could definitely tell that Louisville defense. I mean, they were just pinning their ears back and coming after Brock Lynn, not respecting that passing game at all. Um, the playmakers didn't always help him out. You know, we saw those drops from Keon Coleman. But, you know, at the end of the day, a win is a win. And I'm sure Brock Lynn would tell you that. Yeah, especially early on. Louisville was really sitting on those runs on early downs, on first and second down. They were just they were daring Florida State to beat them over the top. And, you know, we were talking up the press box, like the deep shot has to come at some point. You got Johnny Wilson one on one. You got Keon Coleman one on one with no safety help. You know, we we all thought those wide receiver screens are early. Yeah, we're we're going to open something up late later in the game. It just it never really came besides that one drop from Keon Coleman um, down the field, and even that was set up by like a quarterback draw. So it wasn't what we expected. You had to break out the wild tofu. As, as I was calling it up in the press box, and he ran for 118 yards on 10 carries. I mean, he did absolutely everything you needed him to in this game. Yeah. And I, was, I was just going to say, that was the biggest sequence of the game. And Florida State came out with that Wildcat look in the third quarter, and Toa Philly was able to make that counter and then go back and attack that right side. And <laughs> it was the same play run. every time. Yeah, 73-yard run, the, the second longest in ACC championship history. And then the very next play, he punches it in for the only touchdown of the 2023 ACC championship. So, yeah, well-deserved game – or well-deserved MVP for Lawrence Toffoli. I mean, he was on one tonight, obviously, and sparked this team when they needed it, especially, you know, with Trey Benson. We haven't really talked about him, but he looked a little banged up there tonight. So, it was good to see Toa get in there and perform in, in a spot where he was extremely needed.
It was just so funny because every wildcat play was the exact same and it worked every single time. I don't know why Louisville couldn't stop it when they were stopping every other run, but hey, man, an ACC championship's an ACC championship. You get it however you can. Yeah, uh, and I was going to say, too, for Brock Lenz's sake, you know, these drops from Keon Coleman, Kyle Morlock also had a big one there that would have gone for a first mm -hmm. down. These guys weren't helping him out as much whenever at least, you know, Glenn was in and good target with his receivers, which that's got to be fixed. And, you know, moving forward, you know, Florida State's next game, they will, you know, be highly expected to have Tate Rodemaker back, which is got to feel good for a Florida State fan as he's obviously still dealing with that concussion protocol and didn't get fully cleared for tonight. But there were some times where Florida State needed those playmakers to make plays for Glenn when those opportunities were there, and they weren't. And, you know, they really had to rely on that run game in Lawrence Trophy really and the success uh, success there. So, um, you know, outside of that, the, the defense was just everywhere, and they were making plays all throughout the game. But it just goes to show, too, you know, Mike Norvell and, you know, Dustin, we talked about it last night. This Mike Norvell, man, as a, bringing in a true freshman quarterback, obviously offense didn't click as he wanted it to, but it just goes to show, you know, Mike Norvell and what he's been able to build in the culture here. And this team responds to about anything, and that's just such a whole 180 from what we saw four years ago. This team would collapse on anything. In the first quarter, second quarter, this team would just give up. No matter what it is, fourth quarter, five minutes left, four minutes left, three minutes left, you're big. these guys come and respond, and they make plays to keep Florida State in the win column. It is so – so damn gutsy. I mean, this is a game where Florida State's players, you know, knowing that Brock Glenn was going into this game and knowing that the offense was going to take a step back, uh, they could have came out flat. You know, we, we talked about it, I think, on Wednesday, that Florida State needed to start fast in this game. Louisville, one of the best first-quarter teams in the country, and Florida State's defense just comes out and jumps all over them, forcing however many three-and-outs. And, Austin, I think you've got the punt stats. 18 punts. 18 punts. This was how as, many as were Louisville punts? I think it was 50 50. I want to say it was, yeah, yeah, I want to say it was 50 50. And especially early on, I mean, Florida State's defense set the tone. Uh, Louisville came into this game averaging 33 points a contest. I think they've, they've had over 300 yards of total offense or more in every single game this year. This is a team that has consistently moved the ball, they've had one of the best rushing attacks in the ACC, something that Florida State has struggled to stop at certain points this season. Not tonight. There may be two times that the Louisville running back was able to break out for a decent game. But other than that, I mean, Florida State's defense from the front seven to the secondary coming up and helping in the ground game, just 11 guys flying around to the football. Yeah, I, I, I put in the recap, I, I started the article with this. There's that old phrase, you, you go to a boxing match and a hockey game broke out. FSU went to the ACC championship game and a Big Ten game broke out. I mean, 18 months, the offense was sloppy. It it was really just a battle of field position, really the entire first half and really the whole game. You know, if, if Tatum Bethune doesn't get that interception right in this end zone, you know, it might be a much different outcome that we're talking about. But the defense is just so unbelievably good. The special teams had their mishaps. You know, there was that botch snap on the punt right here. But, you know, Florida State's defense did their job. And that, that's what it comes down to at the very end. Yeah, it's time Let's to give Adam Fuller. It's time to give Adam Fuller's flowers because there's been times it's where been time. he's been, been he's been time. criticized during his tenure in Tallahassee at certain points. I, there's not much that you can say about this 2023 season with the way that Florida State's played in the second half all year with the four quarter performance tonight from his defense, a legendary performance from Adam Fuller. 
Jared Verse gets a bag, Brandon Fisk gets a bag, and Adam Fuller gets a bag as well. Keep going. Keep going. A lot of people get bags. A lot of people get bags. Kalen Deloach gets a bag. Uh, Akeem Dent gets a bag. Shane Brown gets a bag. Yeah, Akeem, gets a bag. yeah, people kind of forget about Akeem Dent. And they all get a ring, too. Half, and in the first half, he was he was stellar. He, he was phenomenal on the defense, too, making big-time tackles. Shaheen Brown, too. There were yeah. some tackles that needed to be made, or Louisville was going to take it for six, and they were just relying kind of like what you saw last week against Florida. Some of these little shoestring tackles, just one-on-one in space, getting it done. Got Tallahassee Democrat people coming over here. Safe travels, boys. Safe travels. But we're, we're getting rained on crazy. We'll have a full-on reaction to this game. We'll have, a, we'll have a lot of time to look back at this game. Let's jump into now college football playoff talk because I think that's what everybody wants to get our thoughts on anyways. Uh, we saw Georgia Georgia get upset by Alabama in the SEC I called championship. it. I called it. You did? Yep, yep. Um, this shakes up some things here. Like I said, Mike Ravel feels very, very good that Florida State will make it into this college football playoff. But what are y'all's thoughts on this with the shakeup there and the top four? What, what, what is what is y'all's idea of what happens next? And I think a lot of Florida State fans are, are, are worried here because, you know, you don't have Jordan Travis. You should have Tate Rodemaker back, though. The committee's got a lot to decide on here. And, and not so a lot I, of power. I don't, think, I don't think they do. I mean, really what they have to decide on in Florida, as far as Florida State is do the Seminoles move up to number three? Or do they stick at that four spot? There's there's no doubt an undefeated conference champion, like we were Mike Norvell say, the most wins against uh, FBS teams with a with a winning record in 2023. I mean, this team has done it from beginning to end and had this perfect campaign. They're going to the college football playoff. It just depends, you know, with uh, Georgia's loss, are they going to drop all the way out now and Florida State jumps up a spot? I think right now you're looking at Michigan number one, Washington number two, Florida State number three, and then you got to kind of figure out between Alabama and Texas at that number four spot. But it's got at least in my opinion, at least in my opinion, Washington versus Florida State, New Orleans. I agree, and to me, it's got to be Texas at that four spot. Otherwise, why even have games? Why do we have these head-to-head results? Texas went into Tuscaloosa, into Bryant Denny Stadium, and beat them by ten. It wasn't even like it was like a last-second play where you could go, ah, you know, maybe if you change this, it's a different outcome. Texas beat them. And they beat them pretty good. To me, Texas has to be that four slot. Otherwise, what are we doing in the regular season? Why does the regular season matter? No. So I, I agree with you. I think it's Michigan one, Washington two, Florida State three, and Texas at four. As as you said, Washington, Florida State in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. I, I think that's just an assumption that we're taking because we think Michigan will take that Rose Bowl slot. The Rose Bowl already mm-hmm. has the Big Ten affiliation for, for conference champions. I just think that makes the most sense for their fan base. And, you know, Florida State's right back where they started last season in New Orleans. I think it's this great storyline. Yep. I, I agree with you guys. Florida State should make it into this in this playoff. If it does not they happen, will. some freak, freak shit happens. Tallahassee will riot. They will riot. And I don't think you want to piss off FSU Twitter even more. <laughs> Uh, than how they've been riled up in the last couple of weeks since they've lost Jordan Travis. So they've heard all the chatter. This team has definitely heard the chatter. This defense and Jared Burst and Braden Fisk have certainly heard the chatter. So uh, they showed up. They played well. And they got the win. And now in less than 12 hours, we will be hearing from the college football playoff committee on what their decision will be for that top four. But Florida State, Mike Nervell, they get it done in Charlotte. It's pouring down rain and it's cold here. I'm and so we, mad. It's, we, it's we not cold. 
We've got it. We've um, got to get out of here. we got to get out of here. Of but we'll not. have a full-on show on Wednesday at 7 p.m., recapping this game fully, giving our full thoughts on this. And then we're going to talk college football playoff as well. We might actually have a show earlier than Wednesday to talk college football playoff. So just make sure you're subscribed on our YouTube. Hit the like button on Facebook. Share with all your friends. Also, we're on iTunes, Spotify. Make sure you subscribe there so you get notified every time we release a new episode if you're listening on audio versions. But, yeah, Florida State, Mike Norvell, ACC champions on top of the conference once again in 2023. Florida State beats Louisville 16-6. to We'll talk to you guys sometime early next week safe travels back home some peace appreciate y'all